Hello, hello, hello. This is Danielle here at the Black Healing Matters podcast, where we share with you ideas to hopefully move you one step closer to your healing. And today is no different, fam, because you know what today is, right? You better know what today is. Do you know what today is? (laughs) It's doing the right things Thursday, (laughs) where we catch somebody in the act of doing the right things. And you know, today is a very, very, very special show because we have a guest, of course, somebody who I I have caught doing the right things. And I'm just so thankful and blessed to have her here on the show with us to share her expertise. Who is she? She is Miss Elisheva Ray. Who is Miss Alicia Varey, you may ask? Alicia Varey is a house cleaning and organization specialist. Her purpose is to help the world shine brighter, one home, one heart, one space at a time. Her business name, Ray of Light Cleaning Solutions, was inspired by her desire to combine her love for spreading positivity and helping people find greater happiness, clarity, peace of mind in their lives by helping them to clean and clear their spaces. She believes that our homes and spaces have personalities, emotions, and voices of their own that want to be heard and therefore should be treated with respect, with grace, presence, patience, and devotion. Her motto is, homes have feelings too. She currently lives in and serves from Metro Atlanta, and is most grateful for her support system, and she affectionately calls them her golden friendships. Her message of love and light, along with her infectious optimism about life and her love of people, is one of the many reasons people are drawn to her. So, without further ado, fam, I introduce you, I bring you Miss Elisheva Ray. Are you there, Elisheva? Yes, hello. Yay, welcome. Wow, I'm, we're so, I'm just so glad to have you here today. Like, this has been a while in progress coming together. So, yeah, yesterday, uh, I, don't, I, didn't, I don't know if I mentioned this, but yesterday uh, was actually... Uh, Welcome Wellness Wednesday. And we talked about, on Welcome Wellness Wednesday, we talked about um, environmental wellness. And so I knew that if anybody knows about environmental wellness, it's my girl, (laughs) Elisha. And so I'm just so excited to have you here to kind of further elaborate and, and really give your expert knowledge on this subject. So are you ready? Yes. Um, thank you so much for having me. Um, I Leading up to this interview, I was a ball of nerves, full of excitement. Um, and I just, I love what you're doing here with Black Healing Matters. I've listened to quite a few of your podcasts and um, I just have and continue to just be blown away. So I'm just so incredibly grateful um, to have an opportunity to be here with you. So thank you for having me. Wow, blessings. Thank you so much. Uh, that means the world to me that you you actually listen to me. So I 
appreciate it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Let's get right into it. Alicia, but my first question to you is really what led you to start this business in the first place? Ray of Light. Well, it's interesting. So when I started my business, I actually was just trying to um, be there for my mother, particularly, um, and let me just specify that. So my mother has never had a birthday party. And um, I knew that. And I had for years just been saying to myself, you know, one day I'm going to throw my mother a birthday party. Well, Every year, her birthday, it came and it went, and I didn't throw it. Um, and then one year in particularly, I want to say it was 2014, um, her birthday, it was about maybe six months from, um, it was about six months from happening. But, and I said, gosh, this would be a really great year to throw her this party. And um, so because now, here's the thing. I had this sudden, uh, uh, just like the nerve and the energy to do it, but it was six months away. And I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I don't know if that I'm going to have the nerve to, to do this six months from now. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to celebrate her and have a celebration party to celebrate her life and her awesomeness. Now, Here's the clincher. I was working from a zero budget. I had no money. I was going to school. So I thought to myself, what can I do to bring in the money that I needed to throw my mom this party? And so the first thing that I did is I, um, I raised some money. So I reached out to a lot of her friends and my friends on Facebook asking for donations. And I got a good amount to put down the deposit, the the deposit, excuse me. And still I came up short, you know, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I still need more money. And by then I had just, I had reached out to over a hundred people. So the next thing was, okay, what can I do to bring in money? And I thought, well, and I just kind of gave myself this mental list and I thought, you know, I can clean homes. At the time I was selling Avon and I, um, I like doing hair. So there was just a number of things. So I thought, I was just so desperate because of, because I had already put down the deposit. So I went into this Facebook group that I was a part of at the time, which, um, which was extremely instrumental in helping me get this off the ground. And I literally put in there, hey, I'm throwing my mother a party. Um, I'm short. If, you know, anyone who's here, if you're reading, can you let me clean your home? And um, I said, can you let me clean your home or buy some Avon from me, right? Um, it was such a bootleg uh, uh, <laughs> calling for help. But you know what? No, nobody bought Avon from me, but quite a few people was like, yeah, you can come and clean my home. And so I went and I cleaned their homes. We ended up having the party. I got, had enough money and um, it was really great. And afterwards, I kept getting calls and I kept getting calls and it just kept happening. And since I wasn't working, I just, it was just more like, I guess I have a business. So I like to say that my business chose me <laughs> and um, that's, that's how I'm here, you know, four years later. And um, in, that, in, in that first year, it was really, I was building my business based off of the need um, that I saw, you know, so the last thing I'll say here on that note is that like someone would, 
you send me a message and you'll say, hey, what's the name of your business? I'm like, uh, well, let me come up with the name or do you have cards? Oh, I guess I need to go get cards now. <laughs> guess I need to go get a business license now. And so that's how I um, started my business or that's how it started me rather. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> the fact that uh, your business chose you, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, my next question for you is, obviously, you, you have a lot of experience now. You said you spent four years, and you got most of your clients just organically, right? Yes. Okay. And, and so, just specifically asking about your clients or, you know, your experiences here, are there any issues you find with some people, Black people in particular, if you have experience, um, that with black people that have they have issues creating spaces um, conducive to their wellness. So, are there any issues you find that come up in creating those spaces, particularly with your maybe some of your black customers? Ah, yes. Yeah. So, something that um, is pretty prevalent in the black community, and it is something that because we have such a, a big history of uh, lack and being behind there's this idea that um there's a constant feeling of having to catch up having to save for the future or you know i've got to save this pair of pants that this child wore because you know three years from now i might not have um enough money to to be able to to provide for my child in this way um and so i mean that's just a really simple example but in terms of the black community i think just because of there's a lot of fear around us not being able to have what we'll need into what we'll need for the future. So there is a tendency to hoard. And what I like to say is that there's a difference between planning for the future and fearing for the future. Because when we plan, yes, we, we anticipate possible needs or things that we'll need for the future and we plan accordingly. But when we operate from a space of fear, those are the things that cause us to hoard because it, it's coming from a place of fear of lack. So I've got to hold on to everything that I have right now because just what if, what if. And so that's something that um, I think it's just, it's pretty deeply imprinted um, on our community. Um, but thankfully, I like to say that I do see in many spaces um, and in many um, uh certain groups of, of black people that is starting to be lifted and um and i think even having shows like yours black healing matters where we are becoming more aware and we are really rising as a community um certain of those issues um are less prevalent still prevalent but not as heavy as they was before so yes that's something that that hoarding that need to hoard for fear of not having enough in the future. Yeah, I could definitely see that. <clears throat> definitely understand what you're saying. Um, I, I've experienced this in myself. I think I mentioned this on the episode yesterday about how I have to go through and just throw stuff away regularly because my natural tendency, like you mentioned, I never thought about it though. My natural tendency is really just to hold on to stuff because, like you said, three years from now, I might need this pair of pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I, you know, low-key, I still do have pants from many, many years ago. 
that I probably need to throw away because I don't wear them. So that's really, uh -huh, uh -huh. I, I have to agree with you on that. That's, that's genius. I didn't even think about that. Thank you. All right. Uh -huh. <laughs> I, I want to say, huh? what'd you say? I wanted to say something real quick. Uh, oh, Oprah yeah. alluded to this um, a while ago. She was saying how once she had already, you know, been Oprah and making a lot of money and not having any, you know, issues with money coming in, you know, she would save her soap. So, you know, when the soap gets down to like barely nothing. So mm -hmm. she grew up in a household to where they saved the soap um where it got down to barely nothing that way they would have a couple of pieces to, to stretch that soap and she was doing that for quite some times well after she was the oprah that we know who um we know is is uh is very wealthy so that's just to give you an idea that just because the money comes the success comes the abundance comes sometimes it takes a while for the mindset around abundance and lack to uh really or, or the mindset around abundance to really catch up or be seen in multiple areas of our lives wow that's so wow i didn't realize that you said that was oprah right yeah that was oprah she um you know was hoarding soap <laughs> I can't even imagine, like, but, you know, it's, like you said, it's the mindset, like, it has nothing to do with the money. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> All right, Miss Elisha Varey, I'm just, I'm so thankful to have you here, because, you know, this is, these insights are, I think these are things that you don't really understand unless, you know, you're on the inside, so thank you for giving us this insider kind of tips and insights. Um, and so my last question for you today, as we round out this, this um, interview here, is what tips or final advice would you give to our listeners or anybody who's trying to maximize their space for environmental wellness? Oh, um, yeah. So what I first want to just kind of talk about a little bit about environmental we wellness and environmental wellness um, at its basic level, as we know, it's, uh, you know, having access to clean hair and, um, excuse me, clean air and feeling safe inside of your environment. Mm -hmm. And that also expands to, and that's what we're talking about here is um, environmental wellness inspires good health and life fulfillment. And it also supports our well-being. Um, it and what I going into the tips that I have, I think you know, starting off with, it's important to start off with setting an intention, an intention to uh, attention about how you would like to feel in your home, you know, because what I have found is if we just, if I just give you, you know, a, a bunch of you know tips and tricks, without connecting it with uh, an intention or how you want to feel, then it has, it's not as impactful. But what I have found is that when we can connect, um, like say a why, when we have a why around um, uh, something that we want to do, then we, there, it increases our chances um, of really being able to achieve and, and get that thing that we want. So I really would want to say, First off, it's starting with thinking about what environmental wellness means to you mm -hmm. and really looking at 
what areas in your life, in your environment are already healthy and really um, um, have gratitude around that, you know? So if it is uh, clean air or if you feel safe in your environment or maybe you don't feel those things, but maybe there are other aspects in your environment where that are healthy. So that's the first thing is, is, is having that gratitude for what's already well in your environment. And, uh, and then, like I said, setting that, setting that intention, envisioning how you want to feel. And with that, so you might say, you know what, I, when I come into my home, I want to feel, um, I want to feel peace of mind. I don't want to feel overwhelmed. You know, I want to feel like I can, uh, it could be something as simple as I want to be able to feel like I can find something that I've been looking for. Just knowing how you want to feel is so huge. And that's why I'm stressing it so much because now when it comes to the, you know, the day-to-day upkeep of um, cleaning and clearing your home, when you have that intention in mind, I promise you, you're going to be more likely to um, up, uh, upkeep your home. So with that, the first tip, you know, after setting that intention, you know, knowing how you want to feel um, is to, to, to develop a system, right? Um, so for instance, like you might say, on this day and this day and this day, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you are going to clean a particular area in your home, right? And commit to that. And literally, and literally in small bite-sized pieces. So you might say for 30 minutes, I'm going to spend time organizing my closet on Tuesday. For 30 minutes on um, Wednesday, I'm going to spend time, you know, maybe removing some pots and pans that I no longer use in my kitchen. And I just think it's really important to, to start small because if you, if you start with, oh, I'm going to clean my house, you know, top to bottom, then you, you spend your whole weekend. Well, yeah, you may have spent your whole weekend and now your house is clean and now you feel good about it. What happens the next time is your house needs to be clean. You think about all that time you spent. You think about um, all the time you missed out, other things that you could have been doing, spending time with your family, working on personal projects. And you're reluctant to go clean again because while you may have, while you may remember the feeling of relief and being proud of yourself for having spent, you know, a whole weekend cleaning, you'll also, a lot of times you'll, 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 you'll remember the angst that you felt about spending that kind of time. So I think when it comes to, especially when you're just, uh, uh, if you have a lot that you have to do is to start small and something I want to also include with that. I think it's also helpful to write it down. So before you go to um, clean, write down the areas that you want to clean in your home. And when, you know, when you write it down, I find that you are less attached to it emotionally and that allows you to put it into perspective. So rather than just saying, I'm going to clean, you know, the kitchen Tuesday, the living room Wednesday, and the basement Thursday, by looking at it on paper and from having written it down, then 
you can um, from there make a plan for, oh, okay, you might, uh, excuse me. <laughs> so from there, you, um, you can, by seeing that order, seeing it getting out of your mind and onto paper, you, you're able to put it more into perspective, right? And you might decide, hey, I can knock both of these things out on a particular day. Or maybe this area don't need to be clean, not by me anyway, maybe you can dele delegate that. So writing, having that system, writing down, like I said, writing it down. Mm -hmm. The next thing that I will say is, um, and this, this also, I kind of just covered it, but it was having a schedule you know, and sticking as much as possible, sticking to that schedule. And when you found that you have veered off from that schedule, just get back on it. And so, and going, and, and going along with starting small, um, it, you might just for a month say, you know, every Tuesday, I'm going to work on cleaning uh, the bath, the bathrooms just every Tuesday. And then over time you build up. So, and you, and you see what works for you and what don't, what doesn't work for you and um, have some compassion with yourself. And um, so, yeah, that's the next step. And the other thing that I will say is, um, <sighs> so, when it comes to the day-to-day -day upkeep of a home, whenever you go into a room and you notice there are things out of place, commit to taking three things out of that room whenever you leave it and putting those three things back. And if you're inside of another room and you see something else that could be taken to the room that you're going to, brief bring bring three things with you and what when you do that what it does is you're creating a, a, a habit of putting things putting things back and and that's going and when you're creating that habit what you'll find is that now when it get now when it's the weekend you're not as overwhelmed there's not as much stuff out of place as it would have been had you not been cultivating that habit of putting things back and literally just three things. And I'm saying stick to the stick to three things, because, again, if you go overboard and you spend hours and hours suddenly putting things back and that wasn't the time that you set for cleaning your home, now you're going to be very reluctant to do it again. So that is the final tip that I have for you. Um, there's so many other things that you can do to, um, to help, but these are some of the things that I have found to be very helpful um, with myself and my own experience and, and as well as with my clients. And so, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. That was awesome. I mean, that was more than I ever, ever, ever thought about cleaning. <laughs> so, that's amazing. All right. I'm just going to kind of recap some of the things you said, because they, I think what, what stood out to me most was you mentioned about intention, setting an intention of how you want to uh, feel in your space. Like that's, that's so huge because we talk about intentions here a lot. Like every Sunday, you know, we have set your intention Sunday. And so setting, you know, I never really considered those, setting an intention about how you want to feel in your own space. Like, that's so cool. I never really thought about that. Um, and then also, like you mentioned, starting small 
because I totally get that. Like that, I've had that experience before where I did so much. Like you spend the whole weekend, like you mentioned, like that was a perfect example because I think we've all been there before. You spend the whole weekend cleaning. And then the next time you have to clean, you're like, man, I don't have a whole weekend to do this. So then you put it off another weekend. I do this. I put it off another weekend. Uh-huh. Or it's like, oh, I don't really want to spend my whole weekend doing this. So you, I come up with other things to do so that I can't clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not alone. Okay. It made me feel better. I hope y'all feel better. Black Healy Matters family, I hope y'all feel better too. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and that goes really well with the next point that you mentioned. Like, and I think, you know, this is really, really important. Like you said, having compassion. Wow. You know, I think this is one of those areas where especially, I don't know, maybe it's not, maybe not just especially women, but all of us really, uh, you know, from our, from my mother and my, you know, my family who have been like, you got to clean your house. You got to keep your house clean. You got clean, clean, clean. Like for me, there's actually a lot of guilt around not cleaning or not like not being really super diligent um, about cleaning or like you said, letting things get out of place and not immediately having everything, you know, getting it back. And like, that's, I know I've, I know I've experienced anxiety around that. So have you experienced that too? Or have you seen that as well in your clients? Yes. I'm so glad that you brought that up. And as a matter of fact, that is actually where that piece of compassion comes from. It's because I see the pressure that women that we put on ourselves because of that upbringing. Um, You know, so many women, we have, we, it's a part of our identity, our, our identity, you know, for what we have been taught a good woman does. And so if we aren't, you know, the best housekeepers, it tends to weigh on us. So yeah, I see that. I mean, oh, it, it, and it, and it really breaks my heart. Um, but that's why that compassion piece is really, really, really big. And uh, I could, I could do a whole show on just that because <laughs> Man, you know what? We, we're going to have to have you come back so you can talk about that again, because that's really fantastic. And I think you're right about that. That it, it does. It's very impactful to many of us. And, and I think the thing about it is the reason it's so insidious is that we don't really think about it. And but it's there. It's definitely there. Wow. Thank you so much, Miss Elisheva Ray. Um, last question as we wrap up here. Where can the people find you, your business, you know, if they want to, if they want to book you or, you know, if they want to reach out to you, how can people get in contact with you, your social media or or whatever? Okay, so the best way to contact me is um, actually via social media or even send me a direct email. I'm very active on Facebook. You can actually connect with me either on my business page, Ray of Light Cleaning Solutions, or even send me a message on my personal page, Elisha Ray. You can also email me at rayoflightcleaning at gmail.com. Awesome. Great. 
Thank you so much. I mean, you were the perfect person to talk about this. Uh, and, and I love how you bring that sense of compassion and, you know, that it's not just about, you know, like mops and brooms and, and you know, <laughs> like, but a cleaning solution. But, you know, you bring the, the, the heart center, the wellness part of this to life. So thank you so yeah. much. Really appreciate you. And on that note, fam, I hope that you are having a very great day. Happy New Year again. And as we start this new 2018 off, I hope you can do so with compassion and with great environmental wellness, fam. So on that note, stay blessed. And as always, Black Healing Matters. <laughs>